This is the Dr. Duke Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and today I am joined by Vicki McKenna. Vicki, how are you? Well, I'm doing as well as can be expected, given the dumpster fire that Western civilizations become. Yeah. Before we, start but okay. talk, before we start talking about our theme, which is going to be the, the largest Catholic healthcare systems in the country have now surrendered entirely to the LGBTQ. They are performing transgender surgeries in Catholic hospitals. This is outrageous. But before we do, will you just take a quick moment and explain to the people what just happened in Madison, Wisconsin yesterday? Okay, it actually make natural, made national news. Um, it was a resolution passed by the Dane County Board. Dane County is the county that, that is Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, the Dane County Board passed a resolution declaring Dane County a trans sanctuary for minors, uh, for gender affirming care, for puberty blocking hormones, for trans mutilation surgery, um, for uh, an end to quote conversion therapy. They've essentially said that they will not enforce any laws protecting parental rights, uh, protecting children if this is coming under the umbrella of gender affirmation. And if children, you know, we, we can only presume from the way the resolution was written, if children decide that their parents are a problem, uh, then presumably this resolution would call upon Dane County to treat the child as primary um, and and completely ignore any any, you know, thing that the parents would say uh, and so we're not quite sure exactly how expansive it, it is, but it is meant to advise every level of government from K-12 to municipal government to law enforcement. And it explicitly tells the sheriff of the county uh, not to enforce existing law if it conflicts with a resolution. And that and happened without with virtually no institutional pushback whatsoever. I personally reached out to the bishop of the Madison Diocese uh, Donald Hying, I did not even receive a reply. Um, there was no, there was no, um, you know, moneyed institutional pushback at all. We had the Dane County Republican Party, led by a very, very um, activist-minded conservative, thankfully, uh, showed up and, and brought quite a few people to protest. A handful of folks played a, a prayed a rosary. Uh, the Wisconsin-based group Gays Against Groomers sent a couple of people in representation to to um, to testify against this resolution. Uh, but generally speaking, in terms of institutional pushback on this, there was virtually none. In fact, and, there was not even virtually none. There was none. Yeah, and there will be no response from what what this is a state. If people don't know it, that we have a Republican Assembly, a Republican Senate. We do not own the the governorship. Uh, it seems to be this, and you can quickly comment on this. The we lost the Supreme Court. We've lost the governorship. It's not coming back anytime. I would predict that in the, by the end of this cent, this decade, by the end of the 2020s the Republicans will not own any aspect of government because they're- the, I think a, so, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. and based I on I think you're what, right, and, I, and yeah. I, I, could, I could actually give you, you know, uh, political reasons why I think you're right about that, but just because of the way they are positioning themselves vis-a-vis -vis these insane, um, crazy Democrats. They're, I mean, we're, they're, this is not rational stuff 
that we are resisting, but the way the Republicans are positioning themselves is not to call this out at all. Um, best we got was a handful of state legislators after the fact, after Dane County had done this, saying, well, we've got the power of the purse and we can punish Dane County for their rogue lawlessness. But they won't, because the only way you can punish Dane County is by withholding shared revenue. And the Republicans just negotiated, just cr they crafted the bill and negotiated the single largest increase in shared revenue, which will mean a mountain of money for Dane County. Then they said, well, we've also you know, got the ability to restrict education dollars, except that in that shared revenue bill, they passed another record-breaking K-12 funding increase. So all that money has already been signed off on. This is now, I mean, this is, this is, bad, this is bad desk pounding at this point. And it goes stands to reason that even if they finally got some spine and they did find ways to pull money back from Dane County, you can bet your bottom dollar that hundreds of millions of dollars would be coming in from LGTB groups all across yes. the country to make the Republicans look like monsters. This, this battle is over. I think we have to make this clear. Uh, the fight against this stuff at the federal level and at the state level is almost exclusively lost. Well, I don't I don't I'm not going to be that that pessimistic because you've had a number of states um, that have moved aggressively. Pennsylvania, Louisiana, Missouri, uh, Florida, I think Utah just did something. So you've got something like 12 states that have that have passed very um, strong protections for minors from this um, this insidious uh, conscription into into corruption of trans ideology. So I don't know how much of it is attempted to deal with the school situation, the education situation, but a lot of it has said you are not allowed to perform trans, you know, trans mutilation surgeries on minors. You are not allowed to give puberty blocking hormones or other, uh, quote, gender drugs to minors. So some some states have, have have given us a lot of, you know, almost optimism but not in not where we are right now. We have we are you know we've got a Republican majority in the legislature that just seems to think that the one thing we all want it to do is to appease the lobbyists that write checks to the campaigns. And so it's far more important to kill off wedding barns in the state of Wisconsin than to protect kids from mutilation. And I say that not facetiously. Yeah, and the reason I'm a little bit more uh, gloomy about this than you, I think, is, yeah, we got a handful of states, maybe 10, 11. But however, uh, those things, those states are under perpetual assault. The federal government is already coming up with ways to punish states that, quote, unquote. Sure. So, so it, the, the inertia. You're right. The, 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 so what, what we've bought in places like Florida is a temporary re reprieve. But uh, what faith do you have, A, that we're going to get a Republican president in two years, and B, or a year and a half, and B, even if we get one, even if Donald Trump wins again, which he ain't, if that were to happen, do you really think any of this is going to change at the federal level? Almost none of it will. And we've no, seen I, I, it's, it's too deep. It, you know, when, when they talk about the deep state, the deep state is too deep. Um, and I'm not sure anybody is qualified to even understand it enough to dismantle it in a way that would put the people of America back in control of our government. We're not in control of the government. Um, we have what amounts to, uh, you know, a dictatorship in in you know in in actuality, but we're just not allowed to call it that. Uh, we have got the Biden administration issuing guidance documents and executive orders that are telling every single federal agency that all policy and all compliance with all regulation 
uh, must be put through the lens of diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, or trans inclusion, or CRT. And no one fights that. Nobody's fighting back. You know, the businesses regulated by the federal government are not fighting back. They're caving. Um, you know, the institutions regulated by the government are not fighting back. And even though we've scored some significant victories, Anheuser-Busch, Target, Starbucks, um, and a handful of these of, of these victories, um, we're not as powerful as BlackRock. We're not the ones sitting on, you know, on the, the corporate boards of governance. We're not the ones that get to call the shots on ultimately what the policy is, even if that policy you know, puts shareholders at risk. That's that's our problem, is that if this were just a matter of legislation, we could be winning this easily. But it's not just a matter of legislation. It's a matter of of the way government has been restructured without us paying attention uh, as a as a partnership between media companies, uh, corporate global uh, companies and and progressive organizations. So when when they're the ones calling the shots and they don't care what the rule of law is and they could give a darn about the Constitution and they honestly don't really care if we even drag them into federal court, over time we likely lose. Yeah, no doubt. And I don't think the time is that long. In fact, I would suggest and, and get your comment on this. I think people don't realize the fighting this phase is more or less over. What was now we entered into is the punishment phase. They now control so much. Look at what they're doing in Madison. If you're a mom and dad who do not affirm what your 11-year-old says, no matter what she says, they can take the kid from you. We are now punishing. We are now canceling. We are now using the law to actually, the law to come after and punish people for having the wrong idea when it comes to any of these progressive issues. That's, that, well, I, that I, we're into this period and it's gonna get worse. I don't think fighting is a lost cause at this point because you know when, when it's for schools, when it is in schools, um, then that's where the fight still matters. And, and, in, and in you know legislation that would, that would strip parental rights, that's where the fight can still matter. It is triage though. We're not, you know, this is not going to be one great glory, glor, you know, glorified battle that we're going to win. Um, but you can still work to protect your kids, um, either by by taking over school boards, by uh, taking control of school policy, and certainly, um, you know, by fighting back in in an affirmative way to declare the the absolute right of parents. Uh, to control what their children's outcomes are going to be. And that's something that, again, some state legislatures have done that. Ours had an opportunity to do that, uh, has chosen to punt on all of these issues because, you know, they're not culture war people. Uh, we're not going to fight the culture war, as Paul Ryan says. I'm not a culture war guy. Um, and, and you know, so we lose it because they're not culture war people. Um, but but it's triage. The The single best thing you can do uh, is to take your kids out of K-12. It's the single best thing you can do is to take your kids out of K-12 and not even necessarily get them into a religious institution because as we're gonna talk about shortly, um, the religious institutions have been completely co-opted, um, infiltrated, and, and in terms of their moral authority, destroyed. So you homeschool your kids and find a way to do it. I, don't, I know that it's really difficult in two, double income earner households, but you know, suffer a little bit financially for your kids. It will pay dividends to you, to them, and ultimately to the country.
Yeah, it's interesting that Paul Ryan isn't a culture war guy, but he's a get millions of dollars from lobbyists kind of guy. That's who he is. This is the same Paul Ryan who's on the board at Fox, who's now, as we now know, has is, re- is re- mandating DEI and LGBTQ sensitivity training for people at Fox News. That same Paul Ryan. And to be very that would clear, be the same one. Yeah, that's that would the, be the same, same one. one. The same one who likes to wear his Catholicism on a sleeve. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. That guy. And uh, to be very clear, uh, you and I agree that about that. You never stop fighting even if you can't win. You got to fight. However, uh, my my premise is is like you just kind of said yourself that it's not a battle likely we're going to win because we don't have any allies. And speaking of allies, the one place where you would think in a battle like this that we could go to would be to Christian churches. Uh, And so we're going to do a quick break here. Uh, I think this is a good time for the break. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. So uh, we're back. And uh, the first t- part of this show, if, you, if you're watching in segments, you want to go back and watch that because we laid some foundational ideas about this fighting, this seemingly losing battle against transgenderism. And one of the places at Moms and Dads we ought to be able to count on to help us in this battle would be Christianity, but that's not the case. We find out this week that hospitals, Catholic hospitals in the nation's largest Catholic healthcare systems are performing transgender surgeries. Uh, this is a, bomb, a bombshell report, the 64-page report, uh, which details common spirit health promotion of transgenderism was pe- published by the Lepanto Institute, a Catholic organization dedicated to the defense of the Catholic Church against assaults from without and within. Well, this is a big within one. Uh, notice the title. Throw, throw that up there again, Mike, real quick. Common spirit health. Notice the abomination of the word homo, ho, Holy Spirit. Uh, notice the embracement of the, of the two-spirit mentality of certain Native American cultures. This is what your Catholic Church is promoting. Common spirit, health, and, sec- and the sex change industry. Take a look at some of the uh, business here. Common spirit was created through a 2019 merger with Dignity Health and Catholic Health Initiative, which required approval from multiple archbishops. Common Spirit Health is sponsored by the Catholic Healthcare Federation, which is legally defined as a public juridic person within the meaning of the code of canon law for the Roman Catholic Church. This is unbelievable that the hierarchy of the church in this country are now performing, raising money for, buying machines to help them do sex change operations, even on minors. Wow. Yeah, it's and millions of dollars for a robot. Employees um, also get their their gender affirmation, uh, including mutilation covered. And so I guess the Catholic Church I mean, they've said nothing, right, since the Lepanto Institute has exposed this. From what I can see, the Conference of Bishops has said nothing. The Vatican has said nothing. Um, individual archbishops have said nothing. Presumably, they think God makes mistakes, because that's what this says. 
God isn't perfect. He didn't create you in the exact way he wanted to create you. No, 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 no. God makes mistakes. And here at at uh, whatever the um, healthcare organization is, here we are going to correct the mistakes of God. Now, I don't want to go too far down um, a winding rabbit hole, but just this week, there was an official from the uh, World Economic Forum who gave a lecture on how awesome it's going to be when AI can correct the mistakes of Christianity, when AI can correct the Bible to make sure that God is perfect, finally perfected by the machine God computer. I mean, that's who's saying stop. No. Is it the bishops is you, you, you cannot rely on institutions any longer to defend you. This is, this has got to be your fight. And as far as the Catholics are concerned, this isn't, Oh, well, to hell with the Catholics, maybe to hell with the institution. But you defend your faith against the insidious, corrupted, sinful infiltration that has, that has uh, apparently at this point rendered decent people with power inside the Catholic Church too terrified to speak. Because we know, you know there are good priests out there who want to stand up and say something, but are, are, are fearing getting thrown out of, their, out of their positions and getting completely isolated uh, and shunned. And we've already seen it happen uh, for, for priests, a priest in La Crosse, a priest in Madison, Wisconsin, several across the country for just simply standing up and saying, this is what the word of God says. And the word of God says LGBTQWTF is a lie and a sin. Those people have been punished. Those are the ones who who are no longer allowed to speak and make an, an, an attempt to to you know reach the masses um, with their sermons, with their homilies. So, I, I mean, I don't even I don't even I'm not even surprised at this point when you've got a pope that would be willing to put a pagan idol in a cathedral uh, and tell people that that was not false a false god. I, I just I, at this point I don't understand how anybody can can stand up and defend the institutional church any longer. No, you cannot. And by the way, if God makes mistakes as the Roman Catholic Church and much of Christianity seems to be arguing now, if God makes mistakes, because if you are supporting transgenderism and transgenderism transformation surgery, you are supporting the idea that God is a mistake. Correct. Tool. And if God makes mistakes, then the idea of God is a mistake. And that's what they're ultimately going for. It's, oh, I think you're right. And if yeah. God makes mistakes and man can <clears throat> correct the mistakes, man is God. And again, I don't want to go too far down a winding rabbit hole here, but I was recently listening to a conversation that, that uh, Jordan Peterson was having with one of his guests who had written a book about this, this trans craziness. Um, and she said something really, really interesting. And that was that, that people who have chosen to present themselves or to identify as the opposite gender, multiple gender, or whatever, demand to speak their reality, you know, their truth into reality so that everybody must affirm and recognize it. And, and what was the only entity that could ever speak something into being? That's God. And so th- this really is ultimately about taking away the idea 
that there is something greater than man, that there is something that something transcendent, uh, transcendental and supernatural. And if that is, in fact, true, then this lovely little idea that our founding fathers had about the United States, that we are not our rights are not given to us by man, but by a higher power. We are done. Yes, we're we are done. done. Western civilization is yes, done. Is. We're done. Christianity's not done because God is God. Um, but it is, you know, you you should start looking up in the sky for the giant meteor pretty soon. Yeah, and and look, global war, global socialism is the future. This is you can't deny this. What do you think all this UNOCRAT support of all this AI taking over? Pretty soon, we're not going to have to worry about progressive teachers destroying the minds of kids. It's going to be programmatic AI teaching doing this across uniformly across the educational platforms of this entire world. I'll go one step It's impossible to argue against that. It is absolutely. I think it's it's a fool's errand to argue against you on that. So um, one of them that, we'll give some more information here. One of the networks, these Catholic uh, hospital networks is St. Francis Memorial Hospital located in San Francisco. Uh, It says that it it has a, a facility it calls, quote, the Gender Institute, and you can see on the screen here all the different church, uh, uh, Catholic systems that are doing these things. Uh, they call it the Gender Institute, where it provides gender-affirming care. The program is openly associated with Common Spirit, which we showed you, with the Gender Institute's email ending in commonspirit.org. Quote, St. Francis Memorial Hospital is part of Common Spirit Health, a national healthcare ministry that shares the above mission, vision, and values. From our entire hospital staff undergoing pronoun training to following the guidelines set by the Human Rights Campaign Foundation, the St. Francis Memorial Hospital Gender Institute's best-in-class surgeons and specialists are dedicated to the gender-affirming individual experience. Where do you hear anything about Christ Christianity? Where do you see anything about anything? No. Human Rights Campaign, which is the yep. global um, umbrella organization um, of GLSEN of some of these other Trevor Project, uh, Soros-backed, left-wing, uh, foundation-funded Human Rights Campaign, which is pushing all of this ideology into education, into government, into churches. Um, you know, again, your institutional, where are the Baptists? Where are the Lutherans? Where are the Methodists? Where are anyone? We we used to say, we used to think we could count on the Catholics, uh, but apparently the institutional church has nothing to say about this. By the way, when I say institutional church, I don't mean your local parish. I don't mean your local priest. Um, There are some great um, godly people in the Catholic church fighting as hard as they can against this. Find those people. Find those churches. Yeah. Find find that 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 help. Find that um, you know that that holiness because yeah, it's still me- there. You mentioned the how the covering how the Catholic Church is covering this at the highest levels. Take a look at this. Catholic Healthcare Network covers sex change operations for the employees. The Catholic Church. Think about this the next time you put money into a basket at a Catholic church that they are now forcing and many they're offering and, and, and providing with your money these kinds of things. The utilization re- review program uh, is designed to help ensure that all covered persons, this is in Catholic organizations, receive medically necessary and appropriate health care. And what does medical necessary mean to the Catholics who have crafted this? It means all of these things. 
Advanced imaging procedures, how about this? Transition-related services. These are now medically necessary gender reassignment and reconstructive services. Medically necessary mental health vis-a-vis transitioning. Medical necess- medically necessary hormone therapy, even for little children, is part of the prescription drug plan. All of these things here. Genital surgeries. All this now is medical Duke, necessity they under will, the Catholics. They will lop your genitals off. I mean, you know, if it were only tracheal shaving, which mm. just sounds so, um, I, 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 I'm at a loss. I'm really at a loss. But, but again, medically necessary, that is translated into God makes mistakes. Sincerely, the Catholic medical system. Sincerely, the Catholic church. Stop. Stop sending them your money. Just stop giving them your money. If, you want, if you're a good Catholic and you need to be there for the sacrament, stop giving them money. Uh, like every other venal, materialistic organization in this country, what's left of the institution of the Roman Catholic Church by the hierarchy, not by necessarily the individual priests, Nevertheless, it is as corrupt as anything else that we've got going right now. And that's going to wrap up the show. If you have any questions, comments, or want to support the show, simply visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us at The Dr. Duke Show, thanks, and we will see you next time. 